So um, the series we've been talking about is Be Content. And the last one, our second one, was about um, we show you a nepios level of how a nepios Christian or how being content has a lot to do with your maturity because we deal with things based on maturity, point blank. We respond to things. We, everything we do is based on the maturity that we are in. Um, and based on that maturity, we can respond to it based on a maturity level or an infant level. And as uh, last week we went through a few, the stage of sonship, which is your maturity stage, which is Nepios, Pation, Technon, Naniskos, and Wias. And for those, those of you who don't know what that pretty much means, those, what those stages are, I skipped one slide, but I'm going back to the verse. Um, for those of you who don't know what those stages are, uh, they pretty much just, it really, they are a Greek interpretation or translations of what, where we are in life. But in the mature, um, in the spiritual level, you know, the nepios is pretty much, um, is, a chill, is, a, is a believer who is at an infant level. And of course, the pation and the technon, while the pation is a child, the technon is a teenager, and the Coast is a young man, and then of course, the weas is a son, a full, mature son. So last week, we talked about the, 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 uh, the nepios, but this week, we wanted to show you the maturity level of a weas. Again, we tell you that um, everything you do in life, when the enemy attacks, when you hear a hardship, if somebody called you and say, hey, such and such happened, the first thing, your response most of the time is, as believer, we're not talking about non-believers, we're talking about believers, your response is always based on the maturity. Even when people are gossiping about you or tell lies about you, it will always be based on that level. So because that level, because our maturity matters, so there's a lot more to it. Paul talks about it um, even more in 1 Corinthians. Let me see. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 11. It says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I become a man, I gave up childish ways. So he's pretty much showing us, and that's a man, that's, a, that's, that's, that's one that's been through it. From the nepios level to a full mature son. And one thing I wanted to say is as believer, as children of God, the moment you accept Jesus Christ, you are in your spirit level, you are fully mature. You are we us in the spirit. If I want to go back to some other teaching, um, because the, the body, the mankind is split between, in three. Or the uh, soul algorithm, you have the spirit, the soul, and the body. So when we accept Christ, we are fully mature in our spirit, man, because we receive the DNA of Christ. We receive the seed of Christ. However, our soul, man, still has to be developed, correct? And that process is the process that we all trying to get to. You know, that's where we all trying to get to. Because when we talk, and it's interesting, um, to go back to what Paul was saying, and I print out those three things. He says, speak, thought, and reason. So it, it says a lot. So you can pretty much tell how, where a person is <laughs> in their maturity. And no, you know, that's not, there's nothing wrong with that because we all have to grow. You know, we were not born, we, you know, we weren't born in heaven. So we all have to grow to maturity level. However, it, it was quite interesting when I saw this. I'm like, oh, so I can hear someone speak, and I can easily tell, okay, this is, you're a nephew's brother. Based on the decision you're making, it could, you could easily tell that's a, that's, a, that's a nephew's decision, how you reason, how you come to those conclusions. Like, um, often you meet a person and they are doing a certain things. And you're like, how did you come up with that? How did you come up with that solution? Because from my perspective, it's a full chaos. But you're looking at it like, oh, my God, okay, this is greatness. 
But that says a lot about the level of maturity. And it's fine. You know, we all need to grow. So um, let's, um, today we're going to focus on a fully mature son. And remind you, we're still on the series of Be Content. But we're going to show you what, what, what it looks like, how uh, we, our son, face situation comparing to a nephew son. Um, so this is the definition of we us. We us, the fully mature son. This is a perfect mature son who represents his father. This son is proclaimed by the father himself to be his son. That word son, to be, that son is literally, that's, that's the we us. That's, that's the level of we us. Pretty, pretty much mean again, the fully mature son. He is ready to take hold of his full what? Amen. And of course, we have a verse reference to that uh, just for the for that particular uh, for that def- definition, which is Matthew three verse seventeen. And behold, that's when you know the Bible was, talk, was talking about Jesus when he, after he got baptized. Behold, a voice out of heaven said, "This is my beloved Son." in whom I am well pleased. So the beauty about that is the moment we accept Christ and our spirit man, we are full we us. The Father is fully 100% pleased with us. But our soul men still need to develop because we live on this earth. We've never been to heaven. I think I've been there maybe a couple of times, but... uh, (laughs) <laughs> we've never been to heaven. You know, and well, you know, to be honest with you, a lot of us have and dreams. You know, we, we, you know, however, uh, it's when you live on this earth for 30 years and you have a five second experience in heaven, that is still not, <laughs> that's not enough for you to combat this world system, you know. So a first point for today, this afternoon, is mature son built themselves for the inevitable. When you're a mature son, your ultimate, when you're building yourself, you're building yourself for the inevitable, for the things that by default will happen. And that's one thing often in the body of Christ or in teaching people don't talk about often. We have to realize in our daily life, there are some things we cannot avoid. There are some things that are supposed to take place. Life will happen. So those things are inevitable. Whatever we, it doesn't matter what we do. In our building process, we're pretty much preparing ourselves for the things that, for the obstacles that are supposed to come regardless. So as a mature son in your growing process, you have to realize that I'm not just growing for the sake of growing, but I'm growing because there are things that I'm supposed to face down the road, and I need to build my inner man so that when I face them, I don't go into depression. When I, when I face them, I don't run away because there are assignments to be done. There's purpose to fulfill. There's place to go. So we have to... Often, Apostle talks about taking a season in your life, and I think it's extremely important. Every person, every believer, I believe every, every season, I would say once a year, you have to take a season, a portion of your time to literally dedicate that, to grow, to build your inner man. Because when you do that, you're literally preparing yourself for the next task. Because those things will happen. We will get sick. A parent, unfortunately, they will pass, or, the, or we might go before them. It depends. You never know. But those things will always happen. Somebody will cuss at us. Somebody will lie on us. So we have to build ourselves because a mature son, it takes me back to the concept of Jesus. It remi- to me, I believe when Jesus was on, because the Bible says that he knew before the foundation of the world, that he was going to be slain for our salvation. So when he came, he literally came with the intention to preparing for the worst 
because he knew that was going to happen. As a mature son, he already knew all this time. I truly believe when he, um, when he was 12 in the sanctuary, always, because it's funny because the Bible talks about there's like a big gap where you don't hear much about him. But all this season, I'm pretty sure that he was preparing. Because it talks about when he was 12 in the sanctuary, always learning, always growing. And then come back when he was 30. So all these years he was preparing for the inevitable. The things that he know, he can't avoid it. He, will, he can't pass it. In fact, in Matthew 26, verse 40, uh, 42... He says, he went away a second time and prayed, my father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. He was, that sounds like a man that knew his purpose. He knew because of certain things, in another part of this, I don't want to go ahead of myself. When you end the word, remind you, when he was in, um, in the temple, in the book of Matthew, it talks about where he was reading from the book of Isaiah, about himself. And I always, whenever I see that re- reference, I always look at that back to ourselves. There's a lot of things, when it comes, it, sound, it seems shock to us, but in reality, the word already says it. Because if our brother Jesus went through all these things, surely we have to mature. Surely we have to face those obstacles. Because the word says what? If we suffer with him, then what? We will reign with him. So that means definitely there's suffering in that process. <laughs> there's some stuff in that process that we're not going to be so happy about. But they must happen. So the same way with Jesus, when he was reading about the book of Isaiah, about himself, there was already a cup before him. He knew he had to drink it. When he was reading, hey, the spirit of the Lord is, is, is upon me because it has anointed me to do all this assignment. Which make me think, if we look, we don't have to go as far as asking the father for dreams or revelation if we just look into the word and we look at the work the footstep of our brother jesus we will literally know all the things that are coming and pretty much arm ourselves for them amen because they are what inevitable they will what happen if he calls you for something best believe it if he tells you to open a business Best believe you're going to have a few. You can, you can have 500 million great customers. But you're going to face one or two. That's definitely going to make <laughs> your day of business not so experienced. I mean, so, so, so awesome. You always, because it has to happen. Because most of the time when we say, Father, I love you. I believe in you. I trust in you. I stand on the foundation that is you. All of that is irrelevant until it's been tested. Amen? It's until it's been tested, it's irrelevant. You can tell whoever your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, all of it, I love you so much. But if they say something out of the ordinary, and then you walked out, and I'm like, you know, I'm done. This is. Then that really tests what, that love was only awesome while it was good. So we have to remind ourselves to prepare for the inevitable. And again, he's telling us again, he's giving us example of him knowing those things were to happen. This is in Roman. This is Paul talking. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that loves God. So what is he saying? He's telling us things will happen. And your walk, as you're building up, things will happen that, are, that you didn't expect. Somebody will call you out your name that you never anticipate. But don't worry, all those things, I'm going to work together with them. 
all those things, I'm going to use them to equip you to better you. Why? Because you have called by his name for a purpose. He predestined you. So, of course, things has to happen. If, my, if he is only begotten son went through things, went through a lot of headaches, suffered to reign, of course, those who carry his name will also do the same thing. As a mature son, we have to prepare ourselves. Those things will happen. As we're growing, we're trying to become the father. Because you know, the interesting thing is you have to realize that the ultimate purpose, the father had no reason. Like when he, it's like creating an um, obstacle course. <laughs> the ultimate goal is he wants you to be to, at the very top. There's no reason for me to create all this, okay, you know, you have to get to level 10 if I didn't want you to get to it to begin with. It's almost like, well, you know, you just create a game. You spent a lot of time working on a level, at a level, that you don't even want people to get there to begin with. That's waste of time. Would you agree? That would be waste of time. And you know what? I want you to, um, I know you can only get to five. But I'm creating ten just in case one of you guys just, no, that's, <laughs> that's not the point. But the Father wants us to grow to the fullness because he wants us, to, we are made in his image. So he wants us to be very much like him. He wants us to mature because he don't want we represent him when we overcome things that reflects his image. He's proud of that. But in, in order for us to mature, to overcome those things, the second things we also have to do is we have to equip ourselves with the word. Because, like we were talking about earlier, Jesus, the reason why he was able to prepare himself he knew that he had to be in his father's presence at all times. He knew that, hey, you know what? Don't, not, he knew the decision to make and not to make because he knew about it. But not only he knew about it, he studied about it on his walk on this earth because he was like us as humankind. He did all the studies so that, hey, you know what? Okay, this is coming. He read about himself. I mean, I think to me that's the most fascinating verse in the world. I mean, I love it. He's reading about himself. Hey, you know what? He's reading about himself in the sanctuary from the book. Hey, you know what? In this very moment, his prophecy is fulfilling. So he's telling. So that makes me know for us right now, we have enough information for the things that are coming. Anything that you think is a shock. It's not a shock because honestly, if you really spent time in the word, just like Jesus, you would know. He knew. He knew he had to crucify. Even the miracles that he did, hey, you know what? I only do what my father tells me. So every day, because how, how did he know? How did he know? How did he know? It's either there was a constant relationship, constant communication, and he studies. Because a lot of those things, especially in the book of Isaiah, every time it tells you all the, even, <laughs> even the rope they were going to use, he talks about it. So it makes me think, okay, so when the, father, when the Bible talks about spending time study to show ourself approved, those are not statements that he's saying just for the sake of saying, but there is life in it. Because when we're talking about we want to mature, we can't mature according to what, we, what, is, what feels good to us. And I truly believe as much as we say we want to mature, we want to have the mind of Christ. You know how certain people say things, but they, they talked about it, but not walked about it? Walk the walk? What's the, what do you guys say? Talk to, you know, talk to talk, but not walk the walk? Yeah, all of that. You have to understand if you really want to mature, the only person in the way is yourself. That's the only difference between with spiritual growth comparing to our regular age. I'm right now 32. The only, I can only be 40 in eight more years. <laughs> I would love to. But. but spiritually, we can grow in a matter of a year, six months. The Father give us that ability. 
Because it's not on time and space, but it's eternal. So because we can grow eternal, there is no timing in the world system. I mean, in, in, in heaven system. There is no such thing, okay, one day. In fact, the Bible says, you know, one, one day is what? Okay. And a thousand years is what? So because of that, we have to understand, we really have the, the we really carry the will. We, we, ha- we are in control of our spiritual growth. Because the more we take control of what we can take control, the Holy Spirit will do the rest. Because there's a part you have to do. And that's why a lot of time when those things come, those things that, are, that will happen, those inevitable place, moment, sickness, when they happen, the reason why they happen and most of the time it hit us really, really bad is because we really don't know. We haven't spent enough time. We haven't really spent enough time in the word to know about them. I know it's kind of, sometimes it's kind of sad to say, because I'm like, I know I spent a lot of time in the Word, but I'm like, maybe not enough. But because what it is, it's one of those things where it always, I always look at Jesus as an example. And I'm like, man, this man just know, he just knew, like he knew what to, who to talk to, not to talk, who not to talk to. And you know what, I will not spend my time in giving what the Father gives me to dogs. I'm like, this brother was cold. But the thing is, it wasn't, it wasn't the fact that he was cold. He was simply staying in line because he doesn't have much time. I think most of the time we think that we're going to spend a zillion years on this earth, which, which would have been awesome. But I don't even know if that's, you know, Paul says otherwise. So <laughs> Paul says otherwise, so, you know, I have to trust what he says, right? So we have to understand that we have the ability to speed up the process. And everything else that we were aiming for, that we were after, it's in that process, is in that mature place. And most of the time, it doesn't, it doesn't connect because we don't... It's like, okay, for example, a lot of time, um, I had an experience one time. I would constantly get dreams, and Dr. Hardy, often I would share with her, I would get the same dreams. The father saying, study, 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 study. I'm like, okay, I've heard you the last ten times. But the thing is, one time I tried, and I had one of my business uh, was acting up. You know, it wasn't, we weren't getting business as much. I, w- I was doing everything else. I was praying, you know, community, I give, um, I'm fasting. The one thing about the Father, you can't go halfway. <laughs> you, don't get, you don't get a prize for halfway. You don't get candy for, you know, for half work. I kid you not... And it was still not taking full place. Like, we would get a customer once in a while, but things still wasn't moving as much as I desired. And one, and, but the thing is, the awesomeness about the Father is he never stopped talking. As much as sometimes we still going, you know, the opposite of what he's doing, of, of telling us to do, he never stopped talking. So one time, I, was, I went to one of my properties in Grayson, and, um, okay, I said, okay, I'll check the list. And I said, okay, this one, you know, because you know, honestly, it takes some level of discipline. I don't know for you guys, but for me, I have, my mind sometimes is running zillion miles an hour. So it takes me a level of discipline sometimes to sit because I'm always on the go. So, and sometimes I'm like, Father, okay, I need more anointing. Give, give me some more grace so I, because I to spend more time studying because that was a thing for me. And um, that was an issue. And uh, while I was in grace, and I said, you know, I'm just going to take some time. I finished cleaning up the property, and I just sat down for a little bit. Um, and I just opened the book, and I was just, you know, just going through the word and just spending some time. I kid you not, the Father's my witness. <laughs> the moment, 30 minutes after, I start just going through the book and just reading, and then, you know, uh, I've read this book where if, if there's anything you're trying to do, uh, you know, you can't do it or say that you're trying to wake up in the morning. You just give yourself that five second. They have this five second rule. 
just count on five seconds and go ahead and do it. So in five seconds, you know, I count, you know, and I get in the word. And, I, you know, once you start, then you can flow. The Holy Spirit is, you just got to start. Once you start, the Holy Spirit will do the rest. That's the one thing with the Father. Once you start, he will do the rest. But he can start for you. You have to want it. How much do you want it? How bad do you want it? So as I was doing that, and 30 minutes later, I kid you not, because I get buzzed on my phone. Ding, ding. I get a couple of booking. I'm like, okay. I went like this. Okay. <laughs> I'll see what you're doing. Stop playing with me now. <laughs> yeah, you need to stop. <laughs> but the thing is, I kid you not, it makes a world of a sense. Because we need the word in order to sustain, to, to overcome. When we come before him with his word, he cannot lie. If you say, Father, this is what... And the funny thing is, you know, the, the, the interesting thing about that is, once you know the word, once the word, word abide in you, you don't even have to say anything. Because the word is spirit. It's life. So in us, in, in our perspective, we're looking at things in our perspective eyes. Okay, I have to study this book. Okay, how does this work? You know, um, the world, you know, you just got to you know, read five million books. But this is not how it works in the spirit realm. We're talking about spiritual things now. In the spirit realm, as the word coming in, it's doing its work without your permission. It's working in you. It's removing. It's destroying. It's, it's like a double-edged what? Sword. It's doing the work that it was sent out to do without your permission. So when you, ha- when you put the word in you, because for me, often my mind is very interesting. I like to be very logical. I like to see things how it is. Though at the same time, I like to take tenses, but at the same time, in some things, I like to, it has to make sense. And it wasn't making sense at first. But I think once I start spending more time in the Word and I see what the Word is doing, because a lot of time when, the, when Satan approached Jesus, he knew the Word was in him. He could see it. He knew the word was abide in him. So the things that you're facing, the reason why they keep coming is because that area in your life, the word is not yet abide. Amen? The word is still not yet abide. If you're still dealing with that particular area, then you just need to go back. Feed it more. Put more of that. Hey, if it's love, put more love. Keep pouring. And then eventually, it's going to overflow. Love is going to come out by itself because the word will do the work by itself. You will start talking. People will see love out of your mouth. (laughs) But the moment, if it's still coming the other way, there is something that still needs to be done. Be patient. It may not be a one-day process. It may not be a week process. Allow it to do the work in you. Example, First um, Corinthians 10, verse 13. Let me look at the time. No temptation has overtaken you that is not coming to men. God is faithful, and he will not let, the temp- let you be tempted beyond your ability. Pretty much meaning, if when we know Because we've been spending so much time in all mature, growing, there's a certain things that comes, they don't remove us, they don't distract us. Because I have the word in me, I know what the word says. I'm reading it. If right now, if I go home and something happened, I'm going for, um, to 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. I'm like, well, you know what? The Father would not allow it to happen if I, had, if I didn't have the ability to overcome it. That itself should be enough comfort for me. Amen? That's the comfort you need. Because that's the, what the word says. No temptation has overtaken you that is not coming to men. Or him. Because Jesus was tempted in all things. 
God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way to escape that you may be able to endure it. So when we know a mature son has to know the word. Because when you don't know it, you don't know what it's saying. The moment you get a headache, oh my God, you blame everybody. Look into the word. What is the word saying in regard to that situation? If once you know that, once you, know, once you have a, it is written in you, amen? Once you have a, it is written, oh, you know what? This won't even bother me. Because I know that the Father will not allow, even allow it something to come in my way that I can overcome. He says that not one hair out of your, in your head will be removed out of his permission. So when you know that, what? You know that nothing can attempt you. That either he's, he allows it to happen either for several, either for you to grow. Either he's going to use it. In fact, he says that he was going to use everything. So every time you face something, all you have to do, there's a word, there's a verse, there is a word written for your situation. And he says what? Even what the enemy meant to harm, what is he going to do? He's going to use it. Everything that comes your way, He's going to use it to elevate you to the next level. So, then if God be for me, then what? So, if I know all of this, like I'm checking all my lists. Okay, this. I'm checking the list. So, by going down through that list as a mature son, okay, this is, you know what? This is not even going to bother me. But, remind you, a mature son, the word abide in him. So, when those things come... He doesn't, it doesn't even bother him because it's already what, he already has, a, it is written for all those situations. One more example. I consider that our present suffering are not worth comparing to the glory that will be revealed in us. Walking in as fully mature one thing I'm aiming or I desire is my spirit man my soul man to fully be like the spirit man where I'm walking on air (laughs) walking on water because can you imagine because we have Christ in us it's there all things is under his control, seated in heavenly place, far above all things, demons bow before him. We have that ability. Sometimes they don't bow because there is still, when the spirit realm look at certain areas in your life, okay, you know what, okay, he's still not fully mature there. I can attack them in that area. But when we fully, once we fully mature, once he looked at us, because we have to remind you, it's like seeing the Matrix. I don't know if you guys ever seen it. I'm sure all of you guys have seen the Matrix. It's probably one of my favorite movies. When you're looking at in the Matrix, you're looking at um, how they, I guess, the, uh, the angles or the pictures. When Neo is looking into people or is looking at a person, he doesn't see the physical body. He sees a full, what, pixels or... Coding, all of that. He's seeing binary, the matrix. That is how the spirit realm sees us. But we mind you also, it's in levels. Everything that we are, we in levels. The same way when the angels surround us, minister to us, they do it in, in at, at capacities based on how much word is in you. How much time, how much, you, we, we, we only receive in part. And as you're growing, you're receiving the full matureness of it, the fullness of it. 
So as in order to get to the full mature son that we were aiming, we have to spend more time in the word. Because the more we know that when we're facing things, we focus more on the glory to come. Because we know the word, hey, you know what? This little situation is, can't bother me. Because it doesn't compare to the glory that is to reveal in us. Can you imagine right now if we all know, but if you knew without a shadow of a doubt, we know. But because of maturity-wise, we still there's still doubt. But if you knew without a shadow of a doubt, tomorrow you're going to receive $5 million. If I say shout, I'm... I'm sure some of you. If I say shout because it's about to pop up in your, you know, show up in your account, because you know without a shadow of a doubt, and your faith is in connection, is in line, it's like they all come in agreement with that word. If I say shout, you would shout like David, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> they say his mental fell off. But you know why we haven't, if we, like sometimes somebody will tell us a good news or, you know, that we read the word, it says, this is about you. That Jesus came in his poverty, we become rich. If we fully, if we really, really knew, then when we talk, our talk would sound like rich people. Our talk, our action would sound like what we stand on, what we believe in. Amen? What we say have to match with what we believe in. But it's fine. We're still growing. We're still growing. But once we mature to that place, certain things won't even be a matter in our life. We, don't even, we won't even have to seek after certain things because it will, ease, it will just fall in our lap. Because the kingdom we just provide simply because It would just provide. And last but not least is we have to realize that situation doesn't define who we are. I think most of the time, whenever we face any circumstance, the first thing we, look, we start looking at is, how much did I sin? Oh, did I? Ooh. Okay, I might have said a bad word. Okay, this is why I'm getting this headache this month. Um, okay, I'm not getting some accounts, business. This is because of this. But in Hebrew 5 and 8 verses, I mean, Hebrew 5 verse 8 says, although he was a son, he learned obedience from the things he suffered, which make me think we have to suffer. Suffer is part of the process. But maturity-wise, when we mature, we don't look at it as suffering. Why? Because the word is in us. We already know. We mind you, remember, I, I told you about that already. We know this. He said it. If I go home tonight, again, another scenario. If I'm suffering, if I'm going through something, Hebrew 5, verse 8. He learned obedience through the things he went through. He suffered. That enough should be enough to comfort me. Why? Because that's his word. He learned those things. He learned obedience through the things he went through. So why would me be any different? Why is that any different for me? Why is when I'm going through things, the first thing I look at myself is disqualified, sinning. I make a mistake. Demonic. We have to, and sometimes some of those things can be. But when we have the word in us, we know that, okay, you know what? This is just only for a moment. I will not let this destroy my peace. I will not let this disturb my, my joy. I will not let this mess up my whole day. Sometimes we get a dream and that mess up a whole day. <laughs> we get a dream, we, we literally mess up every plan we had. 
We're like, you know what? Okay, I'm just going to push this for the next day because I messed up. <laughs> I can't. We go and pray five hours, you know, and that's good. All of that is good because the Father gives warning. But we also have to remember maturity-wise as children of God that when the words, like the word says, he would not allow us to go through anything that we can't handle. So do you think he's going to purposely send something your way to destroy you? What, is that? what sense does that make? He gave us warning as he should because he's, his father. he's our father. I would want him to, I want him to give me warnings because <laughs> there are things in my life that I don't know. We know in part. But do not allow that to disrupt your day. Do not allow that to mess up your peace. Because he would not allow it to come if you couldn't handle it. He already equipped you with everything you need. And the more you spend time in the word, you walk above your situation. When the word is in you, you walk above your situation. Because he has a purpose. The ultimate thing is because he's trying to get us to an ultimate purpose. When we are fully mature in every aspect in our life, everything we need, we're content in all aspect in our life. We are. We're more about purpose than just things. Because a lot of times, the things, the reason why we are, we, things disrupt our peace, or we look at somebody's success and we let that can be an effect to our life. Oh man, I should have, uh, 10 years ago, I should have been there already. Disrupt your whole life. Disrupt your, disrupt your whole day. Yes, maybe you could have done better. But the ultimate thing is, the father is more care about right now. He said he can literally make up for all the days and years in the, of your life that you missed. So, when we know the word, okay, the, you know what? I might have missed 20 years. But he says that he will make it up for me. Then that's enough. That's enough information for me to believe, oh, you know what? I'm good to go. I will not allow, okay, just because I missed 15 years, I could have done this, you know, this mess. No. When the word abide in you, you abide in the Father. Because if he says it, then it is so. If he says he will make it up for you, then he will make it up. If he doesn't, then you have enough A. You said you were going to make it up. You were going to give me beauty for all the ashes, for all the tears, for all the sadness, for all the tears, for all the things that I went through in my life. You said, your word says it. I didn't say it. I didn't write it. (laughs) Your own word. And he is not a man. So he's not going to lie. And he says that, you know what? I couldn't swear to anyone greater than me because there's no one greater than him. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't swear to no one greater than me. Those verses just are just joy to my ears. I couldn't swear to no one greater than me, so I, I swear to myself that what I said about you will take place. What I said I was going to do, I'm going to do, it will take place. I wrote it. Yes, I know I wrote it. You know how a lot of times we say we're trying to remind, okay, remind him. We're not reminding him. He doesn't need us to remind him of his word. I promise you the moment the word abide in you, it, the manifestation will take place by itself. Because the word has no option but to take place. You know how a lot of times when you, music come, it's one of those things they said that can access into your soul without your permission. It's the same way. And we're talking about a whole different Spectrum. The creator of the universe. He knows all system, all wave system. He knows, hey, when I wrote this word, I know the moment you start start spending time in it, it will do its own work, the work by itself. So if I wrote it, it's going to take place. I know what I said. So I say that to say, I'm trying to take you to an expected end because I have a purpose for your life. So I, can, I cannot let nothing disrupt that. 
To conclude, it says, John 14, um, 17, verse, verse 4. I have glorified you on earth by accomplishing the work you gave me to do. That's maturity. When Jesus came, when he was walking on this earth, his ultimate focus was, I'm growing so I can fulfill my destiny. I'm spending time in the sanctuary learning. Why? Simply so I can walk into my destiny. Because I have to learn what I'm here for. How did he know? He read about it in the book of Isaiah. The spirit of the Lord is on me. Okay, then right now this prophecy takes place. I'm here to do this, to heal the sick. So he knew. He studied. He spent enough time in the word to know his destiny, his purpose. And because he knew the word, the word abide in him. He got to a place. He says, I glorified you, Father. That's a mature son talking. That's a son that spent enough time with the father and the word. And now he said, you know what? My work is finished. I glorify you, Father. I glorify you on earth by accomplishing the work you gave me to do. What is the father telling you to do? What assignment? What is it giving you to do right now in this season? And the only way for you to know is by spending time. Like we said, practice righteousness. Those steps, they matter. Study, pray, fast. Because that's the only way we can get to the next level. Seek first what? And his righteousness. And everything else will be added. Everything else will fall in place. So how bad do you want it? As much as you're seeking, how bad do you really want it? Because when you want something really, really, really bad, I don't know if I can say this, but I heard uh, that uh, uh, if it's bad, you guys can remove it. I heard that a a crackhead never (laughs) never go to bed without his high. He will do whatever. He will go wherever, do whatever, do whatever. You know what I mean. (laughs) Because he's trying to get high. He needed his last hit. So he's not, he doesn't care. He's going to do it. So if we put that in comparison... How bad do you want to mature? How bad do you want to conform into a we are son? Because you have a lot of people waiting on you. Not only people, you got mother nature's waiting on you. (laughs) Nature's groaning, waiting for us to conform into the fullness. So we have to spend time. We need to seek the Father. We have to seek after this as if, I keep hearing that saying that as if your life depends on it, but for believers, our life depends on it. Our whole life depends on this. We don't have a second, a plan B. Jesus only had one plan. He did not have plan B or C. <laughs> when I was in college, uh, uh, some of my friends used to ask me, uh, tell me, oh, uh, oh especially uh, freshmen. They're like, oh, I have plan B, I mean, plan A, plan B, like if fall back. But I sometimes can be stubborn. I'm like, I don't have no plans. I only have one plan. They're like, man, this is not how to do it. You know, this is not how to do it. You got to have a second plan. And I was right. I stick to one plan. So it's important to know because he knew the calling that he had on his life. He knew the path that was already set before him because he spent time with the father. He read about it. He knew about it. 
So he could literally, he blind everything else. He blocked everything else and then focus on that path. That is our assignment as children of God. Amen. Let's stand up so we can pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Father, that you preset. You knew us, Father God, before the foundation of the world. And you, Father God, set a plan. You had a plan for our whole life. And you made a covenant, Father God, with yourself. Because you couldn't swear with to no one greater than you, Father. So you swear to yourself that what you say, it will take place in your children's life. And indeed, Father God, it is taking place right now. Because we're growing, Father God. We are maturing, Father God, in our walk. Our life, Father God, is growing right before our life. Because, Father God, we have surrendered all the plans that we had to walk into, Father God, what you have for us. We're resting, Father God, into the work that our brother, Jesus Christ, has finished. So, Father, we ask, Father God, that you teach us, Father God, how to make the most of our days. To fulfill every purpose, everything that we're supposed to do, Father God, every day, Father God, as if it was our last. Life is too precious, Father God, for us to worry about what we don't have and not focusing, Father God, on the moment, in the moment. So, Father, we love you. We ask, Father God, that you teach us, Father God, how to be everything that we're not. Yet you desire for us to be. Teach us.